0: Thanks for tuning into this episode. BBB presents Painting from the Soul, featuring Awaniki Moore Hawkins and Brandon Hawkins, co owners of Soul Palette. BBB's Sarah Kemmerer talks with Awaniki and Brandon about Cincinnati's flourishing art community and the value of providing creative outlets for local and global neighborhoods. Hello, Awaniki and Brandon. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having us.
1: Thank you. And you can call me Nikki.
0: Nikki? I will be sure to do that. So, you know, to start off the episode, I have to ask, what is your favorite small business in the tri-state? Well,
1: I have uh, so many, but if I had to name just one, mm-hmm. I would say uh, Grace and Grit. It's a spa located in uh, the Silverton neighborhood on Montgomery road, and it's owned by uh, Crystal Grace and um her and shakim smith provide like the best service in terms of massage and facials it's like heaven on earth so it's my favorite place to go and retreat and just be and the space is beautiful their spirits are beautiful so that's got to be hands down my favorite place what about you brandon
2: um i'm gonna have to go with uh pixel design studios um it's owned by uh, our friends, uh, Chris Dixon and Whitney Dixon. So also another husband and wife team. Uh, and we've been, actually Nikki had been working with Whitney uh, through the University of Cincinnati uh, when they were doing a lot of like weddings, wedding photography. And I mean, they've grown a lot since then, but um, I actually used to work with Chris and now he has uh, started to do a lot of photo shoots and and of my murals. Um, but not only has he done that, he's been doing a lot of like videos of my murals from beginning to end, me mixing paint, you know, me walking around, you know, trying to figure out how many square feet the the mural is. So he creates videos for for those as well. So we really love pixel design. These
0: husband and wife duos really make a good (laughs) they make a good business to you. (laughs)
2: <laughs> definitely,
0: definitely. All right. Let's go ahead and dive in. So you all have been BBB accredited coming up on two years now. So first, congratulations. Um, can you both tell me a little bit about Soul Palette?
1: Uh, so Soul Palette, we launched it in January of 2016. And what we do is we create custom paint events and you know works of art, large or small, uh, to celebrate any occasion. And so for us, it doesn't matter whether it's uh, cultural or social or leadership based or educational or spiritual, you know, we say we do it all. Like to put it simply, like we bring the soul to the arts industry is what Mm -hmm. I would say. Like if I had to put it in a nutshell, like that's who we are.
2: Yeah. Um, I think also um, we tend to try to reach out to people as individuals, Uh, whether we're doing virtual events or we're doing in-person or uh, if we're teaching in the schools, doing murals, whatever it is, we're trying to actually reach out and touch people through creativity. We believe that everybody has a bit of creativity in them, and it is through that creativity that they will be able to express themselves, maybe find some, uh, some personal space where they can you know, uh, get away from their, the, the grind of working. Uh, or maybe it's some type of therapeutic session that they'll go through through, through us and through, mm-hmm. through the arts. So that's, that's actually where, I, that's where I think we are in a nutshell.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so you say that you're a, I'm, would you go ahead and say?
1: That he always likes to uh, mock me.
0: <laughs> hey, if it works, it works. <laughs> so you say that you're a customizable paint event company Um, And Brandon, you talked about how you focus on the individual and the individual experience. So can you tell me more about that and can you give me a quick few examples.
2: Um, So in terms of doing the actual face to face or even shipping out kits, uh, we start with the individual by actually customizing the image that, you know, they will be sent or that I bring to them. Um, so every canvas uh, is is specifically for a particular themed paint party. And Nikki sets all that up through um, conversation with the client. So, you know, if they have something for breast cancer awareness month, or, you know, this is something that has to deal with BLM or, you know, whatever it is, um, usually they talk to her, we situate the canvas so that, so that it fits their theme. Um, and then I stencil every single campus. So whether it's a date night for two people, or if we're doing University of Cincinnati's homecoming, and it's 265 people, uh, we're I'm stenciling every campus. Um, and so that's how we start with the individual. We also uh, love to teach, love to mentor. Um, and so we, we reach out to people individually on that basis, whether you're you know, seven years old or 70 years old. um, I always try to find some deep individual connection with each, uh, each of our clients.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, Really quickly. So I like when we had our initial conversation, I liked how Nikki, we talked about your titles. So right now we'd said earlier that you both are the co-owners. Can you talk about the other titles that you have and what it all entails?
1: And so my other uh, piece of my title is chief detail officer, which means I handle everything outside of the art. So essentially I am the communications, the marketing, the booking, the client relations, the financial person, social media management, you name it, it packing orders I do it, yes. That's why I said all the details that it takes to to run Soul Palette is kind of what I'm over
2: so i think uh i'm I'm glad she wrapped up with uh uh packing orders because that's kind of where we intersect so you know there'll be times where she's actually done done all the pre-work um Mm -hmm. and then you know that's where we meet together is she helps she packs i pack we both have our our packing section uh putting together these soul palette kits but what's your title Um, but yeah exactly (laughs) so um (laughs) My title is a uh, lead teaching artist. I believe that's what my title is. I have several jobs, so uh, but with Soul Palette, I, I would call myself the co-owner and lead teaching artist. So um, I, I tend to be the one that's gonna be on the ground when it comes to being in front of the customer, um, whether that's a paint party or if we are in the schools and I'm teaching, or if I'm doing a mural. Uh, usually I'm gonna be the one who's got you know the dirt under his fingernails. Uh, paint on my my face and you know uh, people in my face so mm-hmm. um, I enjoy it I love it and then it's so a
0: really quick shameless plug for you all I know that you just received awards from the Greater Cincinnati African-American Chamber and even Cincy Magazine within this last year I think within the last few months if I'm not mistaken so can you tell me a little bit about those awards so um
1: I know you mentioned virtual parties. And so we just recently had started doing virtual parties as soon as the pandemic hit. So really last summer it started, first we started by kind of giving a free uh, virtual pain experience for both adults and youth. uh, And we held it on Facebook live. So we would put it out say every like Tuesday and Thursday, you know, join in, it's free. If people wanted to give donations, they could do that. and so. From that, um, we got a lot of traction and we felt like our brand kind of image or awareness grew and um, we started doing more and more virtual parties and then Cincinnati magazine reached out and said hey. uh, We have named you best virtual paint party of 2020 and so we received that honor and they also said, and by the way, we also want you to design the cover. And so that was a really, yeah. So, so Brandon was able to design the cover for the best of issue for December, 2020. So that was awesome. And then uh, last month, we received a legacy entrepreneurship award from the African-American chamber. And it was in honor of the founder of the cha- chamber, uh, Jim Klingman, who was a business uh, owner and just a community advocate. And so that was great. And it came with a $5,000 grant and then we've got more news for you so last week we uh, were in a pitch competition uh, for mortar png and kroger we were in their inaugural uh, multicultural entrepreneurship development program and so we graduated from the program participated in the pitch and we came out victorious with the people's choice award which came with a thirty five hundred dollar
0: Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. Wow. I knew, I mean, I'm not surprised, but that's incredible. <laughs> Thank you. It, it was
1: last week was intense because we had to really, you know, work on our pitch and try to memorize it, but also be natural and have confidence. So last week, this time we were like,
0: <laughs> right. scrambling. We were, yeah. And I love how involved you are in the community. What are some of your favorite local partnerships that you
2: all do? I'm, I'm gonna have to say, you know, one of my favorites is artworks. Um, I love dealing with artworks and Artway Arts Wave um, give me, a, they give me an opportunity to kind of uh, step outside of the, I don't know, the classroom teaching that I normally do uh, or the paint party teaching that I normally do. And I get to create large scale murals, like really big murals. Uh, and, and not only do I get to do that, but I get to mentor uh, a lot of kids in doing so. Uh, and some of these cases, they become, you know, more than just mentors with them, but with those groups, but I get to kind of pull them to the side and maybe invite them to kind of help work with Soul Pilot, which we've done and watch them grow and do other things. Uh, so that's been a wonderful thing. But also, of course, Cincinnati Public Schools, um, we love working with them, Families Forward, and activities beyond the classroom.
1: Right. And the, the Families Forward, uh, they were one of our first partners. Like, we've been working with them probably three or four years. And so they re- are the ones that really give us the opportunity to go into the Cincinnati public schools and, you know, and teach in the various communities. And so whether it's in the summer programming or after school programming, you know, they've been vital uh, to that. And then I'd say, in addition to that, uh, we have a really great partnership with Cincinnati Arts Association. And so the great people there have given uh, us an opportunity to do workshops and classes with the Veterans Hospital. And so there's veterans that you know are looking for art to spark You know, their minds and their bodies in a therapeutic way. And so Brandon uh, has been able to sometimes meet with them weekly in different seasons. And so that's been a great partnership as well.
0: And I bet you're looking forward to things, quote, opening back up to do more of those in person events with so many different organizations.
1: Right. Yeah. We just actually, like two weeks ago, just started doing in person events again. So, I know Brandon said, you know, it was, it was weird to go back out and leave the comfort of his home, but also mm-hmm. when he got there, you know, I think he enjoyed the energy of the people.
0: I bet it felt good. Mm-hmm. It probably there, felt there's really one more.
1: There's one more partnership that I just thought about. Yeah. Um, that's fairly new, but uh, we really love it. And it's called Black Art Speaks. And so uh, that was formed through the creation of the Black Lives Matter mural. And so Brandon was one of, I believe what, 16 lead artists that uh, managed a letter. And so from that, they created a group, you know, where they plan to do more art throughout the city and
0: beyond. And I think um, we'll, we'll talk about this a little later, but Brandon, can you quickly talk about your involvement in that BLM mural outside of city hall? Uh,
2: so I was the project manager on the Black Lives Matter mural. Uh, and not only that, I also designed a letter um, so what I actually did was kind of led the on um, the ground artistic portion of the job. Um, and, you know, we'll talk later um, about some more of that. But I know that there has been, you know, times where I've had to reach back into my old employment, working with Sherwin Williams and and the paint stores and being able to understand the products and how they get ordered and, you know, certain little intricacies about paint and buying paint that really helped uh, with the BLM project. So, but to me, honestly, you know, after the ordering of the paint and supplies and making sure everybody had everything. um, And then of course, um, having a, a guy, Danny, came out and, and helped us out with the outline. After that, to me, it was just a big paint party. <laughs> it was a huge paint party. That's all it was to me, because I, I, I'm getting to work with other real artists. I mean, you know, it's one thing to do paint parties and everybody is kind of learning, but, you know, at the BLM mural, like everybody has a, a history and, and probably a career in art. And really, all I have to do is kind of point them in a direction, and I don't have to say much more to them. Just make sure they have what they need Mm -hmm. uh, to be successful, and that was that was wonderful. Plus, of course, all the relationship building that 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 brought about, uh, whether you were an artist or somebody out there, um, the the relationships that grew from that was wonderful.
0: I like how you brought up Sharon Williams. That's a really brilliant segue into one of my next questions. So it's obviously you guys have had great success with them this last year. And I don't think a lot of people know that both of you, Nikki and Brandon, had full-fledged careers before even launching Soul Palette and then taking it full time. So what did you both do in your first careers?
1: Yes, full-fledged is, is the right phrase. <laughs> uh, we, we didn't have your average uh, careers. And so I... Uh, worked at the University of Cincinnati, uh, specifically for the African-American Culture and Resource Center. And my last role there was as the director. And so uh, essentially my role was to create an environment where uh, students of color and specifically black students could thrive uh, through mentoring and workshops and leadership and programming. I mean, anything under the mental health awareness, you name it, we did it. And so my job was not an eight to five job. It was like a all day, every day mm-hmm. uh, job. And so, yeah, we were crazy enough to start uh, Soul Palette while, while doing that. But, you know, what's been great about it is like Brandon had mentioned when he talked about Sherwin-Williams, there's so many things that I learned uh, through my UC career. So many people I met, uh, my network is vast through that, that have been uh, instrumental you know to the success of Soul Palette. Mm-hmm. You know, University of Cincinnati has been one of our largest and most consistent clients, you know, and that is really great to say that the relationships are still there. And, you know, my students, uh, as they go off and grow up and get careers, they've been able to kind of reach back and, and have Soul Palette, you know, come into their um, uh, jobs and careers and things like that. So, yeah. That's been really-
2: so Nikki was with the University of Cincinnati for what seven Eight, 18, 18 years, years for 18 years so I was I was there for most of that time. I was around at the beginning. You were just hanging uh, out. I was hanging out, you know what I'm saying bringing her lunch and you know trying to get her to notice yeah. me um, but uh, you know I, during that time, I think I worked three I was working I had to work three different jobs. During the time she was working at UC, so the first one was me working. I was security guard at the uh, Underground Railroad Freedom Center, so that kind of sparked a interest in me, uh, you know, to not only do art but to do art, you know, about the history of of Black people, mm-hmm. uh, or the souls of Black people, the future of Black people. So that really gave me an interest in that. What also that what that also did was it kind of. Um, spurred me to try to go back to school and take school more seriously. Uh, so I decided to change my major from uh, fine arts to um, African and African-American studies. So I finished with my degree in African-American studies several years later, um, but you know, during that time I started to drive trucks for FedEx as well, uh, which helped me so much with um, timing and efficiency. So I think, you know, a lot of times when I'm setting up for paint parties or, you know, if I'm trying to make sure I'm somewhere on time or I'm, I've got a I've got to do some time management on the job, I, I think about my days with FedEx and driving that truck and trying to make sure I'm on time. And that really helps. Um, uh, also, I am able to pretty much tell you what time it is within 10 to 15 minutes without ever looking at a clock at any time um, of the day. Pretty much. That's funny. I've been gone from FedEx for a while, so it's not (laughs) as good as it used to be, but I used to be like within, yeah, I used to be within five minutes, like all day long. Um, And then uh, also, like we said, I managed a Sherwin-Williams in uh, Hamilton for about six years. And so of course that gave me an extensive knowledge on just the actual chemical that go into paint and why paint reacts the way it does and what colors cover, how many square feet does it cover. I speak to a lot of painters about you know, them bidding jobs and how much you should bid a regular painting a house job. It helps me to you know, bid jobs for, um, for, for murals. Yeah. Uh, and so all of those jobs put together as I continue to do Soul Palette and we branch out and do new projects It just kind of, it just blesses me to know that God put me and put Nikki in those particular uh, lanes of employment to help us to do what we're doing now.
0: Well, you guys went through like the perfect preparedness, if you will, to get to where you're at now.
2: A long, look, a long road. (laughs) road. We learned
0: a lot. Oh, I'm sure. And what influenced you to make that switch into becoming full-time business owners? So I, I
1: can start off for me, I think I've known that I, I wanted to be an entrepreneur, you know, probably since I was little. Mm-hmm. Um, I can remember being in high school and buying things from Sam's and going to sell like blow pops and other candies and things, you know, at high school, you know, just like I always like to make my own money and save. And also like I have not only my maternal grandparents, but my paternal grandparents were also entrepreneurs here in Cincinnati. So for me, it just kind of runs in my blood and so i've known like that for me was always the goal didn't know when we'd be able to get there you know and we're ideas people we're visionaries and so i'm just glad that we you know kind of took a chance to say like oh we, we could do something we were really looking for something to bring both of our skills and talents together that's yeah. why soul palette was born we, we, we like to call it our third baby and so because you know i had the knowledge of thinking about how we do different uh, events you know at UC and creative events to engage people I thought oh it'd be nice if we take that paint party concept but also it can be leadership based it can be educational and so that's some of what sparked it but I've known I wanted to be an entrepreneur pretty much most of my life.
2: Mm -hmm. Uh, For me honestly there was a time when I was with Sharon Williams that I was not in a great space um, you know, and, you know, the job wasn't going very well and I think I was ready to kind of give up on the art and try to really invest myself fully in being a better Sharon Williams employee. Uh, And I actually heard some scripture on the way to work about the, you know, talents of gold and the one servant buried the talent. And I had always listened to that before, but that morning I was listening to it. It sounded totally different. And I thought to myself, wow, I'm about to bury my talent. I've made a Mm -hmm. decision to bury my talent. And so, um, you know, I thought about that throughout the day. And then at the end of the day, I came home and Nikki asked me if I wanted to go on a date and cuz I think she could tell I was stressed out and I said, "Yes, that's cool. Where are we going?" And she said, "Well, I think I want to go to one of those sip and paint things." And I was like, "Okay, fine. Let's go." I said, "They got drinks." She said, "Let's go." Yeah. Said, "Let's do it." So, we went and I'm painting and you know everybody's like, "Wow, that's amazing. You're an excellent, you know, artist." And I was like, "Well, thank you. I, this is what I do." Uh, and she, you know, Nikki said, "Do you think you could do this?" And I was like, yeah, you look at my canvas. You see me paint all the time. we talking about look at and mine compared she, to yours, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> she was like, No, she said, No, do you think you could teach like a room full of people how to do this? And I was like, Oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I think I could do that. That's you know, tell a couple of dad jokes. You know what I'm saying it, it would be real easy, It'd be perfect, yeah. Exactly. And she said, well, good, because we're booked to do a paint party with 65 people in about a week.
1: But that's how I did. <laughs> <I'm laughs> she like, how I to it.
2: out. She, right. So she basically tricked me into starting a business. So She's been
0: chief detail officer since before day one.
2: Yes, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> for sure.
0: I
1: mean, I, I had been trying to talk to him about it, I think, for about a year. Yeah. Like, trying to convince him that uh, he could do it. I, when we First, like, started dating, and I think early in our marriage, before we would be focusing on his like commissioned work or just any kind of large works of art. And so sometimes we would go to the shows, people would come by and say, Oh, that looks nice. Then they keep walking by, you know, like they wouldn't really purchase. And so I think that, you know, was discouraging at a time. And so I can remember telling Brandon, like, You know, if we do this, this is like the McDonald's of art, you know, like I said. It's very simple for you. It's not like your intricate large works of art, but mm-hmm. I think it's accessible for people. And so what has happened is people, you know, have it's been very popular and now they're more interested in
2: his actual real works of art. Yeah, mm-hmm. she called my real work caviar and the paint parties was McDonald's. So she but she we let would... but people love it all. We yeah. right? love them both. Yeah.
0: They're both successful.
2: Let them Yeah, let the people eat your McDonald's and then they'll start to really want your caviar. And that's exactly what has happened. It's a great comparison. BBB is now accepting applications for the 2021 Spark Awards. This annual program is for exceptional entrepreneurs, business leaders, and startup founders, 35 years and younger, and business owners of any age with businesses established within the last 36 months. Does your business promote character, culture, and community? Visit sparkcincy.org. That's Cincy with a Y to apply today.
0: Yeah, and I like that we've talked about all of the local um, organizations that you've worked with and the Cincinnati community, but I did a deep dive on your social media, and within this past year, I noticed that you switched from using hashtag soul palette Cincy to using hashtag soul palette global. So can you share the work that you've done outside of Cincinnati?
1: That's a really great catch. (laughs) So yes, we were really intentional about that. I think when we first started, we were just happy to be doing what we were doing and happy to have the support of Cincinnati. But as we kept, you know, growing in our business and like kind of casting vision, we were like, okay, we want to be bigger than just Cincinnati. You know what I mean? And, And even bigger than the region. And so I think- Our virtual parties was really for us the catalyst to know that we could go national or global. And so it really started happening right before our eyes. I can remember um, my last day at UC, um, came home, received a call about soul Palette, and it was somebody from the Department of Justice, you know, in the Virginia area just Randomly, oh, wow. like, hey, we want a book, and like that was the first day, you know, like my first day, like turning Literally. in my keys, and then we get a call like that, and it just kept growing and growing and growing, and so uh, we've entered into a partnership uh, with a nonprofit organization uh, on the West Coast called We Hero, and they do really great engagement events for corporations, and they have been the key. To helping us really spread uh, the Soul Palette name and brand nationwide and globally. So sometimes they'll schedule us for a party, and it's called Art for Social Equality. And Brandon gets to talk about the Black Lives Matter mural and and other art, and get to people get to share, you know, how art makes them feel. But we'll log onto a party, and and he'll say, "Where's everybody at?" And people have said, "Oh, well, I'm in South Africa. Well, I'm in Canada." And so it's been happening that easily, you know, through this robust partnership. And so now we definitely are Soul Palette Global. Even last night, uh, we had a party with folks in Nigeria uh, in celebration of uh, a gentleman that's an artist in Nigeria. He came over here for a residency uh, with artist Annie Ruth and we met him there. And uh, when he came, Mayor Cranley had named it Kunle Adewale Day. And so he's been celebrating that day and yesterday was An anniversary of that day and so he had us do a workshop and with the good folks in Nigeria so yeah there's no stopping us now oh yeah yeah. oh
0: gosh um one of my favorite partnerships that we talked about before is your work with major league baseball MLB
2: that was cool to hear about and that
1: that was yeah and that was another we hero event it's like and the funny thing was and Brandon laughs at me no
2: listen (laughs) listen no because I come home from (laughs) doing mural I'm tired you know, I'm sunburned and I'm I'm like ready to take a shower and eat, but I know I've got an event to do. I got a we hero event. And she's done this before. She said, Oh, you got this we hero. And I said, Okay, all right, who is it with? She was like, Oh, MLB. And then she started talking. I said, like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's go back. You back. mean like major league baseball MLB? She's like, Oh, I guess that is that what it stands for? <laughs> I was like, What do you, what?
1: It's <laughs> so many. I'm like, it could be because we've had other. Names before. So, so we listen stopped. listen.
2: <laughs> then then the before that it was Guggenheim. She said, Oh yeah, Guggenheim is. And then I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Guggenheim. Do you know who Guggenheim, like who that is? And she was like, That's who you're doing the paint party with. I know that. <laughs> so I had to show her the Guggenheim Museum. I mean, and then Adobe, like, you know, as an artist, these kind of names, Guggenheim, Adobe. The big names. That, that's Samsung, PepsiCo. Sam, right? Those yeah. are those are big names, and she's like, "Oh yeah, MLB, that's what Major Look, League now, Baseball." Now, is
1: that? now, I'm just accustomed to it.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: For our listeners, I want
0: to mention that she's been grinning this whole time. mischievously. (laughs) So I wanted to wrap up by talking about some of my personal favorite work that you guys have done. And again, people who aren't from Cincinnati, they don't know that a lot of our city is filled with these great murals that we've been talking about. And I honestly think they're on every corner of downtown Cincinnati. So Brandon, can you talk about um, the work that you and your team have done in other downtown Cincinnati murals, or even just across the tri-state?
2: So, um, you know, Soul Palette, you know, has done a lot of murals throughout Cincinnati. Uh, a lot of times the murals we do through Soul Palette are in the school systems. Um, I will teach a, um, a mural design class. And so it goes a little further than what I normally do with, say, artworks. Um, but what I do is I go into a school and I actually will teach a four-week brainstorming session. Where um, you know we we try I try to get the kids past the you know there is no dumb idea concept mm-hmm. um, and, and allow them to realize that you know a lot of the things that are floating in your head can be put on a canvas or even put on a wall and and they'll resonate with people. Um, I also like to teach kids that you know the traditional um, direction or traditional uh, method of becoming a famous artist has been, you know, pushed in our brains that you have to go in through galleries, you have to, you know, become some kind of art, you know, uh, uh, I don't know, commercial artist or whatever. And that's not the case. I think that, you know, a lot of times if they can find walls outside to legally paint, then that's a great space to do that. And not only do you get more people looking at your murals than you would in a gallery. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? You get thousands more just passing people that, by. Yeah, just driving past. You you get a lot more exposure as well. Um, but I I do though I do love you know I love doing my murals with Soul Palette. Um, there's a there's an ease that comes along with uh, artworks because I, it's not all on me in terms of you know from the beginning to end. Uh, it, I I truly enjoy and I'm doing one with artworks right now. I truly enjoy. Um, you know, having the huge scaffolding and all the kids. And I just get to kind of stand on the ground and point my finger and tell them like, hey, you know, go do this and go do that. And they, and what happens is, is, you know, a lot of artworks, murals get a lot of great exposure. Mm -hmm. You know, they get, they get, you know, uh, uh, put on the news and these kids get to get up there and speak in front of news cameras. And then I get kids that come up to me the next summer or that summer and I find out you know one kid this is this is kind of a tearjerker one kid said that he had not been able to see like uh his father like the whole summer but because he got to work with me he felt like he was able to have a, like a replacement father figure for the summer and so those kind of things, you know, those happen with artworks. They happen with soul palette. But those are the reasons why we we really love doing murals in this city. Well,
1: we'll tell them where some
2: of the murals are, Brandon. I missed a rabbit hole, just so you know. I, <laughs> she likes to pull me out of the rabbit hole. So, um, yeah, you got real me back. Um, so some of the murals, um, I've done murals with uh, artworks in Avondale, I've got two on Reading Road. One is on Reading and Blair. I think that was the first one I did with uh, artworks. And then there's another one on uh, Reading and Golson at the CRC, Hirsch Community Center, Hirsch Community Center on Reading Road. I think that one was probably the one that really started kind of setting things things off. Because it had a lot of historical and mm-hmm. reference to it, with the uh, Shropshire Louise Shropshire mural, we she wrote "We Shall Overcome," and that story became very big. I got close to the family, um, and so that started to kind of get things turning in a in a certain direction. Um, and then I think the next summer was when we did the BLM mural, which mm-hmm. it yeah well
1: I was gonna say your when you finally got
2: to design your own well that mural. was after BLM though that was like right after the BLM mural. But I, I did, I designed, I did design a mural for artworks, which was, uh, uh, I got to put my two daughters in it. And it was on the same, it's on the St. Francis uh, wall, St. Francis Church on Madison Road. In East Walnut Hills. In East Walnut Hills. And so I was able to design my, my first mural with artworks, not necessarily my first mural, but with them. And that way I got to put my kids on this huge wall. Um, and hopefully, I was thinking, you know, 30 years from now, they'll bring their kids we'll down. Say, hey, that's here. me. And yeah, that's me on the wall. But, you know, they are their mother's children. And so, as we went by there after I've been sweating for eight or nine weeks and I showed them, look what daddy did. They said, that's trash, daddy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that I must have broken you. your heart.
2: Not really, because I'm used to it. I have three <laughs> of the worst. Well, they, said,
1: they said, you could have made it look a little bit more like us. Right. That's all. They like it, but they just said it could look more like them.
0: Critics, <laughs> man.
2: Yes, all three of them. But you know what? As as much as I can't stand any of them, um, <laughs> as as I do, you know, uh, commission paintings and I do murals and things like that, and I'm working on them. They they keep me honest. They're not they're not yes women. They are like, look, that does not look like that woman. We're
1: yeah, we're quality control.
2: Right. Or uh-huh. or that does look like her and she might not be the most attractive make her more attractive Wait. yes you do that's exactly what y'all do make her i always say that looks exactly like her what are you talking about like her her one eye is bigger than the other i think
1: it's time to wrap up
2: one, one eye is bigger <laughs> than the other one They're like, and that'd be like i don't care brandon make her make her look better.
0: oh that's funny That's really funny. Well, that's a really fun transition um, because you all do so much for the community. I just love the efforts that you're making and just making sure that everybody has access to art. It's visible to so many people in the community. So what kind of impact do you hope that you're making?
1: So I would say kind of our philosophy when we do anything is uh, mentorship is at the key. And so we're big on taking other folks whether they be artists or people who you know are creative in detail management we take them under our wing and coach them and and uh, upskill them and things like that so I think that for us is the core what we do because what we'll do is we'll build them up and then they go out and deploy art you know to their communities and so I think that is kind of like the legacy that we're trying to to leave is that people are comfortable to come to us to learn We share, you know, the truth, we share our skills and gifts, and it's not about hiding and trying to protect because we're afraid someone's going to steal, you know, our secret sauce. We believe that everybody has a gift and, you know, everybody's unique in how they do things. And so we just are all about openly sharing and building others
0: up. And how does that impact show up in your day-to-day life?
2: Um,
0: our
1: kids. Yeah,
2: definitely. Uh, Both of our children, you know, are, uh, you know, entrepreneurs um, and very creative, both of them in in their own rights. They're very creative people. Uh, And I I I don't even right now want to designate one with creativity or the other because they both are, you know, kind of all over the place with it. But um, it it never stops. They're actually redecorating their room right now.
1: Well, and, and on top of that, they, because they've been with us and they've seen us and they work with the business, Mm -hmm. uh, they're go-getters and they're not afraid to speak up. So if we're talking to adults, they'll kind of wait quietly and then they make their move to pitch their business. And so sometimes I'm saying you don't have to pitch anywhere, but they're learning and they see it and they're like, no, this is an opportunity. I'm going to go for it. And so Mm -hmm. I think those are great qualities, um, that we're building in them and so in terms of our everyday life you know we get to see our efforts you know in oh yeah
0: them. it's reflected like right in front of you every day mm-hmm. awesome so lastly i wanted to ask where can people find you all online so we our website
1: is paintwithyoursoul.com and we're also on Facebook it's just soul palette on Facebook and then we are also on Instagram and that is at soul palette art Usually a uh, palette is really difficult for people to spell. So it's for our version is
0: P-A-L-E-T-T-E. Perfect. Thanks for making it so easy. Well, Nikki and Brandon, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you.
1: Thanks for having us. Thank, thank you for allowing
0: us to share our story. Of course. I'm Sarah Kummerer with your local Better Business Bureau and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of BBB Presents. Until next time, connect with BBB Cincinnati on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Don't forget to check out local businesses and do your part by leaving reviews at BBB.org.